Hello, friends, and thanks for tuning into Taste Radio, the number one podcast for the food and beverage industry. I'm Ray Latif, the editor and producer of Taste Radio, and I'm with my co host for this episode, John Craven, Jackie Brugliera, and Mike Schneider. Get access to limited swag and exclusive content by becoming a Taste Radio VIP. It's easy for you to join that group of very important people. Just head to tasteradio.com slash VIP and take one minute to sign up. Why do we have pizza in the studio, John Craven? Uh, you know, I just like to have a, a snacking pizza <laughs> at, at all times. At 11 o'clock in the morning. I love Or that. 8 o'clock in your case, Jackie. Yeah, do you, do you have a pizza in your studio over there? I do not. I do not. <laughs> but I'm always ready for pizza if you want to send I some just over. keep it right here. Just always have pizza ready. It, that looks like a delicious Whole Foods 365, non-organic, thin crust pizza. Wow, Wrong. so specific. This is a GoPuff delivered cauliflower margarita pizza that they I just made upstairs. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah they, they deliver it like this with no box. <laughs> they just throw it through the window. It's <laughs> just like, here's your grubby pizza. GoPuff competing with Domino's now. But the pizza is here so we can try the, uh, the most, can I call it jokingly, the most controversial product of the week. Oh, gosh. Brightland <laughs> pizza oil. And I, I'm saying that with sarcasm because well, that's kind of kind of silly. But um, yeah, I got my hands on some Brightland pizza oil. I figured we should try it, but that requires pizza. Let's explain why there's been some controversy here. Brightland pizza oil comes in a white squeeze bottle, 12 ounces. It's got a red label and a black cap. It's like moisturizer from here. Uh, it, it sort of does. You know, there was one entrepreneur, one food entrepreneur, who thinks it looks like Graza olive oh. oil. And that's the uh, founder and CEO of Graza olive oil. That's Andrew Benin, who uh, posted a bit of a diatribe on LinkedIn calling Brightland out for ripping off what he perceives as ripping off his product. And there was a lot of backlash to that post with entrepreneurs being like, you didn't create the squeeze bottle. It's been used in restaurants for many, many years. And uh, yeah, he, uh, he got a talking to from a lot of folks. And it actually became such a big story. And even the New York Times picked it up. They uh, wrote an article about this about, uh, let's see, when was this on uh, April 28th? Over the weekend, yeah. Over the mm-hmm. weekend. And it was called, This Week's Tiniest Social Media Drama is About Olive Oil. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew eventually apologized and apologized to the founder of Brightland. Throughout this process, Brightland didn't say a thing. The founder right. didn't say a thing. I right. think they just let it Taking the high out. road. Yeah. Very much so. Taking the high road, but also just enjoying all the PR hits. Both yeah, sides, here we are really. talking well, about them. Right? I, I don't <laughs> think it was enjoyed, I guess, on the other side. But uh, yeah. The other side being Graza you're talking about? No, Brightland. Oh, okay. But yeah, that was a strange, unfortunate thing that, look, I totally get the emotion of someone who has a product that they're really proud of feeling super passionate about it, but it also is probably one of those things that when you're feeling really emotional and upset going on to social media, probably not the best thing to do. So hopefully they'll all, you know, learn from it and move on. I mean, it certainly got a lot of eyeballs on it. I mean, I had friends asking me like if I knew these companies and had ever tried these products and if I had any. So it stoked interest. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. That was my point. That's why I was thinking everyone might be enjoying it. <laughs> we should try some here. Have a, we'll, have a strange we'll, we'll try little this slice pizza. of pizza I, here. I need some oil here. <laughs> Pass one over to Mike. Okay. Yeah, I need some pizza oil. And then, I'll uh, take, I'll yeah. take one. Yeah, okay. Pass one over one. to Jackie, too. Have well, a little here. here. Go, Pass the bottle. <laughs> so this stuff, it, it's Jackie, good. Jackie, take I, it. <laughs> 
Come on, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for the virtual pizza. It's it's pretty spicy by itself. It's like cold pressed with jalapenos and herbs, I think mm. is what it says. So I'm gonna use my Brevnet hand sanitizer. Pass that uh, pass the bottle this. back here. Yep. I'm just gonna I'm gonna lube my hands with Brightland pizza oil. Uh, I would throw it, but it's open. Oh geez. Uh, I think I'd love this. You know when you get the little red pepper packets and you put that on your pizza? That was always my go to. As a marketer, do you think this is one of those cases where all PR is good PR or is this a really bad look for Graza? I think right now it's a big deal, but I think over time it'll fade. I think it just really sparked a conversation that happens amongst a lot of founders, especially when they're getting started or they're growing. They're really protected of their baby. And I mean, they can be very protective of how they create the product, their original ideas, things like that. But I don't know. I think it's just building a set of products that maybe consumers don't understand that olive oil can be in a squeeze bottle if they haven't worked worked in a kitchen or used it for culinary reasons. Well, this also feels like a pretty different product. I mean, it's spicy olive oil. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like hot honey is to honey as, you know, Brightland pizza oil is to normal olive oil. So, I mean, this feels much more like a condiment than a culinary ingredient. And I know like Graza is also meant for sort of drizzling, but again, I mean, it's just, it's just different product. So, mm-hmm. Totally different looking package too. Like Graz's is a green bottle with sort of, I want to call it, I don't know, 60s slash 70s kind of, a 60s slash 70s kind of uh, aesthetic. Whereas this is just like a straightforward white bottle, which reads very straightforward, Brightland pizza oil. The aesthetic for this looks like, you know, any town America pizza store. Well, it's a white opaque bottle like the Brightland bottles too. I mean, look, I think my analogy with uh, hot honey, I mean, you do see Mike's hot honey on menus at pizza places. So this is sort of like, you know, I like sort of a nice alternative play on that. But a lot of people were responding with copying as a form of flattery. And I'm not really sure that's sort of like the thing that appeases an entrepreneur who's emotional. But this particular case, there's also a lot of haters on olive oil in plastic bottles in the first place. So to have another company joining the fray and and making that into a premium product is probably not a bad thing in the long run. So I guess we'll uh, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I'm with Jackie on this one too. I think in terms of, you know, just for Brightland and Graza, people's memories are pretty short. I think if I asked you to say, what was the last time we had this kind of social media drama, it would take you a few minutes to conjure up what it was. And in the long run, what people are going to remember, if anything, is that Graza and Brightland have an oil that I could potentially put on my pizza. Yeah, you know, and Andrew in his initial LinkedIn post said, while friendly competition is always welcome, I do view this, being Brightland pizza oil, as a blatant disrespect, and I'm choosing to voice my discontent. Later on in another social media post, he had said, I was heated and I reacted poorly, and I've learned from the variety of comments that everyone has left today. Well, perhaps for the after party at BevNet Live Summer 2023, we'll have pizza on hand. And if we do have pizza on hand, hopefully we'll have some Brightland pizza oil. Speaking of that incredible event that's happening in New York City on June 14th and 15th, today... You missed Ray, just called it Unork City. Today is the last day to register for BevNet Live and receive a discount. Last day for early registration, as it were. You can save up to $200 off your ticket if you register today, May 5th. If you don't, you're going to have to pay an extra $200 if you want to come. I don't know why you would wait. It doesn't make any sense, folks. Register today, save the money, 
take that $200 and have a nice dinner out in the town in New York City. That's what I would do. As we've mentioned in past episodes of Taste Radio, we're excited to see the fine folks from Applied Food Sciences at BevNet Live, summer 2023. Applied Food Sciences is the presenting sponsor for this episode of Taste Radio. They are the leader in innovation for functional organic ingredients in the natural products industry and built on the belief that quality is transparent from seed to label through organic farming, ethical sourcing, and sustainability. You will want to learn more at AppliedFoods.com. I'm happy that there are sponsors, and I'm, I, I, think, I think they're great. I think they're you know, a great resource for the industry and great, just great members of the community. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, and I mentioned the after party at BevNet Live, and Brian and Jackson will be there. And again, you know, these networking opportunities don't come every day. And, you know, having the opportunity to pick uh, experts' brains on formulation, package design, finance, things like that. Those are the folks that are going to be there at the after party. And let's say you do have a problem with formulation and you can't find a way to fix it. Maybe you don't like the sweetener you're using. You want to talk to folks like Brian and, and Jackson about how to fix it, how to make it better tasting, how to get consumers not to just like your product, but to love it. I'm surprised I'm not more jet lagged. Maybe I am because I keep screwing up and you won't hear it because our editing team is that awesome. But I got back from uh, San Diego on Friday after a very quick trip, uh, less than 72 hours, but it was an amazing, incredible experience because I got to MC the third annual Naturally San Diego Pitch Slam. Just a phenomenal event. Jackie, you were there with a bunch of the folks from the WCB, the West Coast branch. It was amazing. I mean, the crowd was rowdy. Like they were ready to come up on stage and give you a hug and a high five. It was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So when I did get up on stage, (laughs) when I did get up on stage and introduced uh, the first contestant, that's Wynn Austin from Wynn's Kitchen. I mean, I wasn't expecting like, I was like, oh, let's hear a round of applause. And it was just like, (sighs) and it was just like, it sounded like, I don't know, Michael Jordan just came up on stage or something like that. It was really amazing. And then when she departed the stage, it was just as loud. So a uh, fantastic mm-hmm. event. Six brands representing food, beverage, personal and household consumer products were represented at the show, at the event. As I mentioned, Wynn's Kitchen was one. Cien Chiles was another. Cien Chiles was the runner-up. That sounds great. Yeah, fantastic brand. A maker of uh, chili sauces. They come in four varieties. The one I'm holding in my hand is the Thai Bird. Rich, bold, and fiery is how they describe it. The winner of the competition, a brand called Root & Splendor, which makes 100% natural, non-toxic, and eco-friendly cleaning products and detergents. Is that a cardboard bottle? It is a cardboard Mm -hmm. bottle. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. Take a look at it. Uh, Rationale, which is a fantastic non-alcoholic beer brand based in San Diego. Another brand called Brixie, which makes natural bars of shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. And then, of course, I Amaranth, which makes chips and other kinds of salty snacks based on the amaranth root, which, uh, you know, I, uh, I am embarrassed to say I didn't get a chance to try these. Do you want to try these? I like those. Yeah. yeah? I really tried good. them. Those are super good. Yeah, nice. they're tasty. I had the spicy variety, and it was really good. And they, these are also, so they've taken, you, you've had lime tostitos, right? And you just can't stop mm-hmm. eating them because they're kind of yeah. like crack. These, sure. these are a lime flavor, and they're... They're better for you. <laughs> so I, I handed Mike the chips. Yeah. I'm going to oh, hand man. John Craven the Chiritos. These are the habanero and Himalayan salt. What the hell is a yeah. Chirito? <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it says it on the back of the package. Okay. So it's it's like a little mini thing that looks like a churro. Jackie? 
Am I right? Or we're crazy? Yeah. Being in my neck of the woods, being in San Diego, is really cool to see some of these brands that I might have even picked up in Whole Foods because they're just locally distributed right now. Um, CN Chili's being one of them. And they're in my fridge and seeing them on the on the stage, meeting Maria, the founder. She's just an amazing personality, brings so much energy. It's really great to connect with the industry. I even met friends of friends, which was really cool. I met Sydney Chasen, founder and CEO of Chase and Dreams farm, which is a friend of a friend in San Diego. So just connecting the dots and getting even more connected to the San Diego community. Absolutely. Meeting Maria of CN Chiles was really an experience. She is just an amazing person, an incredible personality. She came up on stage, true story. And the first five seconds that she was on stage, she sang opera mm -hmm. and it was beautiful opera. And she said that she sang it because it helps her, it helps relieve her nerves from being on stage. And, uh, yeah, I almost started crying because it was so good. Wow. And then she celebrated quitting her nine to five. So, I mean, another reason to cry. Another roar nice. from the crowd. That was... Yeah. Uh, That's Cien Chili's? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, very That's cool awesome. stuff. Great stuff. This um, these amaranth uh, churritos. Whoa. They spicy? So spicy. Yeah. <laughs> it says on the back, this these will blow your mind. I mean, it'll blow your palate off too here. It's I like it. Truly uh, an outstanding event. Uh, thanks so much to the incredible leadership team at NSD at Naturally San Diego. Adam Hurdle, Jess Wendell, Ari Roz, Kirsten Riley, and so many more amazing people that do such great work for the CPG community in San Diego. Uh, if you are from San Diego and uh, haven't joined as a member or haven't met these folks, I highly recommend you do. It is just an incredible organization. Now, I went to San Diego and Mike went to New York City. And when Mike went to New York City, uh, apparently he um, he went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I did I did go to a rave though. Yes, you went to an event put on by the fine folks at Omsom. What was that all about? It was a launch of their extra saucy noodles, which are extra saucy, and that's E X X X T R A saucy. And they they put on a rave in Bushwick and at at a warehouse, and it was it was. It was them. It was loud and proud. They had, they had all these performances. They had uh, shibari dancers, aerialists, pole dancers. There was a, an extraordinary drag performance during it. And the more I think about it, it's like Kim Pham is like the Trent Reznor of, of CPG. And Am Sam is kind of like Nine Inch Nails. They're just they're doing their thing their way. It hits with the people who it's supposed to hit with. And everyone else is in awe. Kim gave this extraordinary speech and like if you could read the IRL comments section everybody was just like oh my gosh this is this is exactly what we need to hear and and she's such a great speaker and so charismatic and I, I was just first of all I was just touched to be invited and it was a it was a really fun time yeah and the noodles are are just they're so good it, you can have these Asian noodles in four minutes and of course it's like uh, multicultural noodles, just like their, just like their sauces, and you just have to try these noodles. I, I don't want to overhype them, but I don't think you can. They're that good. Where'd you get the bucket hat? <laughs> I went. You were supposed to go loud and proud, so of course I wore vintage Arsenal. I wore my my uh, JVC Lightning Ray. You you like that one? Oh, I can and then see. I I'm, I'm, a... I'm looking at the photo right now. <laughs> cool. And then my bruised banana bucket hat that um is uh, a bucket hat that my daughter made for me, which. Many people wanted to know where I got it. She was she was thrilled by that. 
Okay, well, we have about a thousand different products here on our respective tables. But we always start with, you know, everything that's here in the office in Newton and almost never start with Jackie in San Diego, you know, which is a pulsating heart of innovation in America. So what do you got there, Jackie? I got something interesting for us. So I, I've talked about this kind of ingredient in the past, but it's kind of popping up more oh, and more on social media. I know it's, what this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's CMOS. And oh, there it is. Yeah, nice and gooey. But yeah, so I found this CMOS at a farmer's market in Ocean Beach. They are selling online. Uh, it's called Samadhi Moss. And I'm just seeing just more functional ingredients added to the CMOS as well as some better branding. Um, this one has Blue Magic included in it. So E3 Live Blue Magic. But if you look at in on TikTok, there's definitely some polarizing opinions about the functional ingredient. Some people that say it literally cures all and it has a million functional qualities while others are like, beware. There's just a not enough education about sourcing and the functional properties. But for now, I am trying it. This one does a really great job. Samadhi Moss on their social media, educating people about what to ask as far as questions with sourcing of CMOS and what you should be looking for in the ingredient, especially as people are stumbling upon it more and more. But if you look at it, if I don't know if you have any of you tried CMOS? Not no. yet. All right. So if oh, you look wow. at the consistency. Oh, God. It's so slimy. Very slimy. <laughs> very slimy. But you can oh, either do like one, one a day this or you can where put we're it like, in a smoothie. Nice knowing you, Jackie. And yeah, it just slides <laughs> it right taste down like? the throat. <laughs> <laughs> What's it taste like? Um, this one, it tastes kind of earthy, like kind of seaweedy a little bit, minerally. It's not the tastiest, but there's other flavors that has a little bit of sweetener that helps with the taste if you want to take it straight up. It kind of looks like a scented candle. <laughs> it does in, this, in the mason jar. <laughs> yeah, sure does. Do you, do you take a spoonful every morning? I have been, yes. So I'm giving it a go. I want to try for myself to see if I see any benefits because there is just too much information. It's like functional ingredient overload. So I'm trying it myself. Hey, pull down your turtleneck a little bit. You got gills, girl, in there? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what happens when you eat sea moss. Aqua Jackie. <laughs> you're, you're just volunteering to be like a human Petri dish. I like this. I, I Not enough research on once. your functional ingredient. Jackie will try it. It's perfect. Lab tested. And I have something to wash it down. Jeez. <laughs> so I have um, black and bold cold brew coffee. Yummy. This is their latest flavor, sweet. And it says sweet, but when you look on the back, it actually has zero sugars and it's very low calorie, only 13 calories. And it's available in Target and on Target.com. It uses allulose. So I know that's like popping up as a more popular sweetener, has a little bit like undetected aftertaste and things like that, but it's pretty good. I enjoy it. It's just slightly sweet, slightly sweet. It's really good. Slightly. Slightly sweet is better than really, really sweet, especially I think not, I mean, for me anyway, I'm speaking very much about me. As you get older, slightly sweet is definitely preferable to really sweet. I got some really, some slightly sweet here before we uh, get into that mezcal. It's uh, let's just crack it. Oh yeah. Okay, good. He did not spray it all I over didn't the microphone. Spray it. Folks. it got him. It did go a little went up my nose, but this is the new Wise uh, Sparkling Iced Tea Apple. W I Z E is the name of the is how you spell the brand. Wise is a brand from Canada, like you know other 
cool brands that we know, like, uh, oh, I don't know, Midday Squares, Nusanti Newbies, things like that. So uh, Wise is the sparkling iced tea that's only four grams of sugar. And the apple just is, it's really apple It's nice. Yeah, I like it. Good. I could drink this all day. Yeah. <laughs> He's holding up my Mezcal sampling. <laughs> Well, the last time Mike opened up a can of something by his microphone, he did spray it all over that microphone. I still don't know if we had to replace that one. Yeah, Ray almost opened up a can of whoop-ass. <laughs> it was actually Nate, who's our studio director and minister of photographic arts, who's not so pleased about that. But uh, yeah, it was a can of Little Saints and Negroni Spritz, and I have now in my hand... Oh, Little Saints new yes. Mezcal. This Get is that called, in my belly. It's called Saint Mezcal. It's a non-alcoholic spirit infused with Palo Santo and lion's mane. Is Palo Interesting. Santo a, a mushroom, Jackie? What is that? No, it's a wood. Wood, yeah. Oh, it's a wood. Interesting. Yeah, usually people it's burn, it, burn it, like yeah. incense. Yeah, yeah or they, it's like cleansing. Or, there was a dogfish head. It still is. Had, yeah. It's like motor oil. Yeah. Okay. It comes in this 750 milliliter clear bottle. Um, it's a beautiful looking bottle. It very much Tasty looks like motor a, oil. <laughs> it, it very much looks like a, a spirit or a mezcal. It does say best served over ice, but we're going to take shots of this. And I actually have in my hand batch number one, bottle number All 19. Right. Wow. Yes, and John, if you'd said that it was Little Saints, I, I might have gone a little faster. I apologize. Oh, okay. It's okay. Holding, holding I, I won't forgive thing. you. Don't worry. Well, yeah, I teased this uh, when we had the Negroni Spritz on the show, but uh, we're going to open this up right now. And Pizza John's and gonna, Mezcal. Where pizza are and we? Mezcal. This is John has. I've a, got my. Oh, it's a Shire bottle. City. Yes. Oh, Pour one out for Shire City. I know. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Spilled it all over, John. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Pizza Mike. juice. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, so Mike has a uh, shot glass. All right, this is... I'm drinking out of an old man mug. Okay, so <laughs> it smells... Herbally. Herbally? Get sm some smoke? There's some... Yeah, there's some smoke and some herbs. It's, mm. it's not unlike mezcal in the, in the nose. Okay. That's great. I, I'm really enjoying that. Does it have a bite? It does it's have got a, a bite. little bite. I mean, this this stuff is great. I think it's, oh, they always, I mean, it's a really original flavor. Like I would not by itself get this as a mezcal replacement, but it's like the smokiness to it, it's the rest the of it, no. But it's, it's a, really good. A little good. agave flavor that you get in mezcal. I, I, it's not. It's yeah, not, but there's another, there's another it's, flavor it's to capsaicin. it. It's capsaicin. What is it? Capsaicin. Peppermint. Capsaicin. It's, it's got like a peppermint aftertaste to it. Yeah, so it's, it's got, yeah, I mean, there's a nice like burn to it from that, obviously. So it's got monk fruit, which I think is the, the flavor that you're getting, Mike. But it also has capsaicin. Just reading from a note from the folks at Little Saints, they said it was really important to the company. Are you just saying capsaicin over and over because it's your only $10 word? That St. Mezcal gives the burn and bite <laughs> of alcohol to make the experience the most similar to drinking alcohol in terms of the way it hits your tongue and throat. Mm. They achieve this bite and burn by using capsaicin flavor derived from hot peppers. Gotcha. Interesting. That, that makes sense. That That is That's cool. pretty interesting burn that they've made there. I like that. It's a nice mm -hmm. burn. It's it's not unlike alcohol, but it also lingers a lot longer than alcohol. It's still lingering. <laughs> it's yeah. like eating spicy food. Mm -hmm. They also said that this is the only spirit producer, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, using a pure Palo Santo extract as an ingredient, uh, which is Can also I kind have of some more of this? Yeah, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to chug from the bottle. I... <laughs> I dare say this is innovative. Oh, it's definitely innovative. Oh, definitely. Never seen anything like that. Yeah. You've got to taste this, Jackie. Yeah. It's really good. I mean, you know, the second the second sip is even better than the first because I feel like mm. it 
your palette already has yeah it has some some of the buildup from the mezcal already on there i do love mezcal i love palo santo all these words are calling to me these are good words <laughs> now to pair with the spice from little saints mezcal or saint mezcal maybe we could have some of this chusa that i brought back from san diego generously donated to the cause by daniel schwartz who is the founder and ceo of chusa and a loyal listener of Taste Radio. Daniel is an awesome dude uh, and a great founder who makes a killer product. Uh, I gave John the spicy pineapple. Mike, do you want the spicy mango? So tasty. This also, oh, I love this stuff. by the way, makes a really great cocktail garnish. Oh, yeah. We should have used that with the same mess. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll have that at lunch. With our pizza and our, our oil. Pizza and oil. And if you don't like that, brought this new Cheech and Chong's Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I of gave course. you a pause for that reaction, I guess. So this is a this is a cannabis product. I mean, did mm-hmm. anyone guess that or what? Yeah, right? we all knew. Totally, we all that knew. name You can just see from the can. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the uh, one of these Delta 9 cannabis products. So it's... Cheech and Chong put their name on Delta 9. Interesting. Well, you know, they want the unregulated, I guess, selling... Uh, sure. Minnesota thing that everyone's going for right now. I have not tried this, but yeah, figured, you know, we should show the, the Cheech and Chong's. There's a couple of different flavors of these, so. Oh God, I feel like I'm going to be the lab rat because Jackie's in San Diego. <laughs> no. I know, I can't, I can't take one for the team for you. <laughs> we can probably get some sent to you too, don't worry. It's Always a cool down. looking, it's a cool looking can for sure. It does not look like a cannabis beverage. That's the only concerning concern. Mm. I mean, it says Cheech and Chung on it. I mean, I guess if you're like... I guess p- if people don't know, though. I don't know. Isn't that still sort of a cannabis joke, though? No, but I mean, th- it doesn't have that uh, that sort of sort of safety. What do they call those? Like this, that Yeah, that's all, the, that's all the Delta 9 products are it, like that. It doesn't have the safety tab. Correct. Is that okay? That's how they're sold. They also don't have the, like, you know, cannabis warning thing on it. This is this is this is a a crazy rabbit hole that we maybe shouldn't go down right now. Okay, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, that other one that we had. um, Yeah, that doesn't have the cat. The the, Mm -hmm. that do you guys remember that Louis Louis one Mm -hmm. that was at the snack shot thing? Same deal. There's a ton of these coming out. Did Um, I drink the Louis Louis one? No, I didn't. It was that snack shot. Yeah, yeah, that would be epic if you drank it. I'd like to see that. (laughs) Oh, I don't think that's such a good idea. You didn't drink it. I drank it at snack shot. It was and. It's not, uh, Louis Louis was great. Yeah, it was like a really nice mellow high. Tasted good. What do you got there, Ray? Now we're about to eat lunch, so I don't know if you guys want to uh, mm-hmm. down these right now. Yes. I definitely want to have a brownie bar before lunch. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> this is, uh, it's relatively new from Nature's Bakery. It's their new double chocolate brownie made with whole grains, dates, and cocoa. Yeah. And one to Mr. Craven. I mean, I really like Sounds their, their, their fruit filled bars. So, yes. Uh, filled with chocolate. Yes. More brownie? Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a really tasty brownie. It's very moist. I've already had some of these. Dairy-free, nut-free, soft-baked. Oh, so this, is, this has dates, dates and, and cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but it, it actually... So <laughs> uh, I, yes. I love when Better For You brands come out with a brownie that actually tastes like a brownie mm-hmm. versus those that are like, oh, yeah, it's a brownie, and it's really dry. Right. And it yeah. tastes like, I don't know, coconut oil. I mean, and because a brownie this size for 170 calories is pretty hard to achieve. Let's see. This this also has, you know, those like old school, like where they like little Debbie brownies. Yes. Mm-hmm. It has like the same consistency and flavor as that, but it's actually made with real ingredients. 
Totally. Yeah. It feels like a throwback kind of brownie from when you grew up, but it's clearly it does, better for you. It does. It is given Little Debbie vibes. It's better. It tastes better though. I, Little mm. Debbie always had that weird sort of twist at the end. I hated chemicals. Yeah, the chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> the old twist that's I, how they get you i hated their <laughs> their chocolate coverings and the white chocolate coverings little, De uh, little yeah. debbie i don't know, I have good memories of little debbie i don't know you Me were either. like a you were probably a kid who liked tootsie rolls <laughs> no uh, way bro oh my god oh shots fired shots fired sorry <laughs> shots fired I mentioned Wynn's Kitchen earlier in the show. They were a finalist in the Nacho San Diego Pitch Slam. I didn't really talk too, too much about the two products that they have. They have a satay, which is an Asian chili sauce, and they have a peanut sauce. We actually featured Wynn's Kitchen in a previous episode of Elevator Talk with, of course, Wynn Austin. Mike, I'm going to hand you the satay. Yes, please. You can read all about mm -hmm. it. I have the peanut sauce in my hand. Um, Just by holding their products, are you winning? I am winning. <laughs> well, uh, and Wynn's Kitchen did win the audience vote. Mm -hmm. uh, well done. And uh, $1,000 in cash from Naturally Sandy. Are there fans called winners? Ooh, I like that. Ooh. W, and it's they spelled W-Y-N-N, uh, Wins Kitchen. I like the casino? Out. Yes, like the yes. casino. Yeah, really um, tasty stuff. I also love that she just really focuses on quality ingredients and simplicity and keeping everything clean. This looks like the sriracha garlic sauce. So, so good. I, I, I want to try this. Maybe I'll have some with lunch. Mm-hmm. If that's okay, Ray. Stolen. Mike, what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. Or <laughs> actually, I don't know. Maybe it it's more like at. maybe it's more like what's mine is Mike's and what's Mike's is Mike's. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark hole. Yes, indeed it is. <laughs> that brings us to the end of this episode of Taste Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Taste Radio is a production of BevNet.com Incorporated. Our audio engineer for Taste Radio is Joe Cratchy. Our technical director is Joshua Pratt. And our video editor is Ryan Galang. Our social marketing manager is Amanda Smerlinski. And our designer is Amanda Huang. Just a reminder, if you like what you hear on Taste Radio, please share the podcast with friends and colleagues. And of course, we would love it if you could review us on the Apple Podcasts app or your listening platform of choice. Check us out on Instagram. Our handle is BevNet Taste Radio. As always, for questions, comments, ideas for future podcasts, please send us an email to ask at tasteradio.com. On behalf of the entire Taste Radio team, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.